0: And welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about learning the right things. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So another busy week. Uh, it's exciting to be so busy again, which is really nice. Uh, things seem to be picking up. Uh, you know, the Life's getting back to normal slowly, but surely um obviously we're getting closer and closer to the end of uh what's hopefully the last lockdown uh We'll have to see how that goes, but uh it kind of got a feeling of excitement about it, which is really cool. It was really nice here, hopefully it was nice where you are last weekend um we had some fantastic sunshine, which was really nice. Uh it just makes such a big difference to get out in some fresh air uh when it's nice and sunny out and feeling the warmth for a change instead of having to wrap up in multiple layers. Uh this weekend I'm gonna get out, do do another long run, um, get out, spend some more time out in the sunshine. Uh this weekend just gone. I spent a little bit of time out in the garden starting to tidy it up. It's the first time I'd been out there this year properly. Um so I was able to spend a few hours cutting the hedges and uh trimming uh plants and stuff back, so getting it to uh, look a bit normal again after it had overgrown towards the back of end of last year. So that was really nice. So hoping to spend a lot more time outside this year. Uh, spend some time in the garden enjoying a few barbecues. Uh, spending some time outside uh, just in the sunshine, which is really nice. I've got a new fibre installed as well. So um, hopefully be able to work from outside in the summer. Um, so when it is nice and sunny, you may see me on a coaching call. If you uh, do coaching sessions with me, I may be able to be sat outside, which would be absolutely lovely. So looking forward to doing that. Hopefully this weekend, you've got some great plans. Hopefully you're excited about uh, having a break from work or maybe between some more work uh, and getting the things done that need doing so hopefully you're excited about that. This week I wanted to talk all about learning the right things and I think this this kind of came to me. So uh, I talk regularly on here about my running journey. Um, you know, I'm running, uh, I'm working towards a 100 kilometre race in the summer. Um, it's going to be a challenge to get there considering I've only just started training for it. Uh, but uh, we'll get there nonetheless. Uh, well, I'm confident that we'll get there. Uh, but as I've started to up the mileage the last few weeks, you know, I'm uh, and this weekend coming up, I'll be running the distance for half marathon um, just around locally. Um, to to get the mileage back in, so I'm slowly up in the mileage each week. Um, so um, on Saturday, a couple of days after you guys hear this, I'll be out hitting the pavements, getting a half marathon under my belt. Um, before putting in some more miles, and I've done a few half marathons before, as you know, if you're a long time listener of the podcast, I've done a few half marathons. I, I've i done some uh, really good times and some really slow times. Um, kind of difference usually. To, depends for me on the type of terrain if it's hilly one it's going to take me an awful lot longer because i don't do a lot of training on the hills um, I live in a reasonably flat area, so um, most of my training is done on the flat. Indeed, most of my training um, now that I'm doing is flat, so I'm making sure I'm going to build in um, one run a week on my treadmill, which is going to be a much shorter run, admittedly, uh, but it will be on um, some hills. So we're going to adjust the uh, incline on the treadmill to simulate running up and down some hills. So uh, we'll get that here as well. But as I've been increasing the distance, and I've started thinking about, and I kind of sat down and looked at my plan for getting up to the full full distance um, I've kind of started thinking about nutrition now you wouldn't automatically kind of the first thing you think about when running a race isn't nutrition it's about doing the training putting in the hours on the road or on the treadmill on the pavement wherever you run to get to the distance you're going but as you build up the mileage I've had to start thinking about nutrition and how I fuel my run so I could do um, I've done, like I say, I've done several half marathons before and I've never really had to think too much about the nutrition for that length of run. Um, you know, I tend to take a few bottles of water and a, a luke or something with me uh, and then a few running gels, which kind of give you energy as you kind of running along. And I take those once an hour or so um, for a couple of hours, uh, usually uh, to uh, just uh, give me a pick me up as i'm running on i did the 25 kilometer race at the back end of last year that i took exactly the same pr- approach with um you know i kind of took a few gels with me took some water and some uh luke's aid uh, and that kind of got me through and there was a rest point halfway round where i got a i think it was like a jam danish or something like that as well probably not the best thing to choose uh, to eat but there were plenty of them so they were easy to grab as, as we kind of went on which is really cool um but I really struggled towards the back end of that 25 kilometer race. Um, aches. I'd literally done zero training for that race because it was between lockdowns. So I'd literally done, I think, two 5Ks the two weeks previous just because it was the only time I could get out. Um, so i did done no running. So I, I ended up walking the last four or five kilometers maybe. Um, uh, uh, a much slower pace than I'd been running at. I'd walked them, so, um, which was fine because it was just good to get the mileage in. It was the furthest I've ever, I'd ever, uh, traveled in one go, uh, on foot. So that was a really positive experience to get that done. Um, But it got me kind of thinking, right, how am I going to fuel this? I'm going to have to run four times longer than this. The jowl and the water is just not going to cut the mustard going forward. So you kind of have to expand from the obvious and into the kind of the sidelines. You have all these other things that you have to think about. And. I think we often forget about these other things when we're going through life. You know, we focus on the main goal so much that we kind of focus on the obvious and learning the obvious about something. So in the case of my running, it's about I'm learning about putting in the mileage. So I've come up with a training plan and I'm following that training plan. And you kind of focus on that and that's all good. And that can get you so that can definitely get you so far and that can do you very well for a period of time. But when you start trying to push the boundaries when you're trying to kind of go that next to that next level that can hold you back somewhat. And this isn't just about running. This is about anything in life, you know, any of those goals, those um objectives that you're trying to achieve this year. It's a good idea to have a think about, right, what's the main thing that I've got my focus on? And are there other things that I need to put my focus on to be able to get me to that next level or to the end objective? Um, Because some of these things are going to make all the difference going forward. Because like I say, sometimes we just focus on the obvious far too much and um, kind of leave everything else. So to continue my uh, my kind of running metaphor um, or um, not really a metaphor because it's actually happened, my running story. Um, so I've done a lot of research over the last weekend around, right, how many calories do I need to be taken on board? And most of the documents and books and um, articles I was reading suggest taking on about 300 calories every hour that you're running um so that's actually quite a significant amount of calories to be eating whilst moving and obviously you've got to be able to carry that stuff with you as well so whatever you need to eat for that hour you need to carry with you and in fact you probably need to carry more than that with you because i think the rest stops are every 25 kilometers so you need to carry enough food for three hours of food and drink for three hours to get you from stop to stop um, so there's a whole load of other things that, that come with that so not only are you now thinking about the actual running and the, the main focus to get the miles in you're focusing on right what kind of food should I be eating because obviously you can't just eat anything during those through at those hours that you're running uh, you've got to be taking on board the right type of calories a good mix of carbohydrates and protein etc so you've got to I've got to do a little bit of research into what the different types of food are and then when I've identified what kind of balance of food I want I've got to try those things and uh, and test those out before the actual day. So I've just ordered a load of different energy gels that I'm going to be trying out and um, see if they make any difference. I'm going to be trying a load of different um, flapjacks. Um, I've got some um, other things arriving as well. Um, Stroop waffles, weirdly, were highly recommended for long distance running. Um, so I've got a few different uh, types and brands of those coming. So. It's important, and it's important to try them out before the day because if you if you try something and you have uh, you know a bad reaction to it um, when you're running, um, you really don't want that happening on the day. You want to kind of get that out, uh, uh, in your training sessions if you can. So, uh, really excited to try some of those things out. Now then obviously the next step is how do you carry that stuff with you. So I have a running vest that I've had for a couple of years since I since I've started running properly um that I kind of use for my races. I don't usually use it for training uh, purposes. I I tend to save it just for race days. Um but I'm going to have to start trialing it um over the coming weeks um before the summer so that I can make sure I can get the loads balanced so everything's feeling equal there's not uh, I'm not running lopsided because I've got heavy, something heavier on the one side than on the other side and that it all feels comfortable when it's fully loaded when it's fully kitted out so all of a sudden nutrition has turned into um something where you've got to research the type of foods that you want you've got to research the brands and the and the different um uh available foods to you try those out you've got to then try to carry that stuff so you've got to try the the best uh positions to be carrying that stuff in the best ways to be carrying it um and then obviously towards the end i'm gonna have to start trying to right if i'm running for three hours. Um, Before I stop, how much stuff do I have to carry for three hours and kind of balance it out? Now, it may turn out that maybe my running vest that I've got at the moment isn't big enough or can't carry enough. So I need a bigger and bigger vest or a a, a small rucksack or something to carry that stuff with me. We're going to have to try all that stuff out. So what is it that you're aiming for at the moment in your life? What are the main targets? We've talked about writing your goals down. So hopefully you've done that by now. You've got them up somewhere prominent around the house where you can see them regularly, you see them frequently and you kind of keep reminding yourself and you're aligning all your decisions to those strategic goals. Um, So what are they for you and are you kind of focused on the obvious Or have you widened that view up to include some of those other things that will need to be looked at to get you to that next level? So in business, for example, maybe you've got maybe you're like me and you've got a coaching business and you're focused on the science of coaching. That's brilliant. You know, up in your coaching game is always great. I thoroughly recommend that. But are there other things on the outskirts, you know, are, are there things like social media? Could you start your own podcast like this? Could you have a social media channel where you're posting useful things for your clients? Um, how about marketing? How about all those kind of side activities that you need, you know, keeping in touch with clients? There's, there's a whole host of things that aren't the coaching that itself, that isn't the coaching itself, that we can focus on, you know. So there's a, there's a million one things there that you could potentially work on. And each of those things, as we work on them, is going to get us to the next level. But we cannot do that at the, at the expense of the activity itself. So, for example, if you, if you're using the coaching example, if you're, if you're coaching, um, and you start to do a bit more marketing, a bit more social media, you can't, then start showing up late to your coaching sessions. You can't show up unprepared. You've still got to do that stuff. You've just got to add this other these other things on. And whether you do those things yourself or you outsource them is going to be down to the individual and how you approach your business. Um, but we we really got to make sure that we still show up a hundred percent in the coaching and not let that drop at all when we're adding these other activities on. So again, which activities are you doing? Uh, Have you started a new job? Uh, Are you working in a new role? Are are you uh, working in a new role and you're working towards getting a promotion? Have you started your own business? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying a new sport? Are you trying to learn a language? There's all of these things that you may be trying to do, but what can we do so that we're not Only learning the obvious, but we're also learning those other fringe activities. That and that's what's going to take us to that next level. So once we've got our core activity to 100%, we know what we're doing. We've got a routine going. We've kind of we're we're on that. We've got it squared away. We've got it on lock. Let's move on and let's try and broaden that scope. So, we're still learning things, but we're and we're still learning things that are going to move us forward. So, we're targeting what we're learning. We're learning relevant things that are going to help us in our business or our lives in whatever way. Um, So, we're still targeting the right things, but we're just widening that focus up a little bit. Um, So, let's try and have a think this weekend about. What could we do extra? What do we need to learn? And maybe it's some, maybe it's a case of, oh, you've just started a new business. You're not really sure what else you need to do. Maybe you need to go and do some study. You need to join some groups, some business uh, owners groups, um, some startup communities um, where you can get some of these ideas from and people are going to be posting in there um oh i did this this week and it didn't really work out so that i'll give you some really useful information or maybe they'll post oh i tried this week and th- this this week and it and it really helped me by doing x um so you can get some stuff from there and that's the same with anything there's there's groups online for most things now so there's a lot of facebook communities out there um there's a lot of websites you know most mostly uh, most topics you can just google and come up with a group that you can join uh, for that activity or for that uh, goal or objective that you're trying to achieve you know even crazy stuff like uh, running 100 kilometres in one day. Uh, there's plenty of groups for that kind of activity as well where I go on occasionally uh, and kind of look at what's working for other people and try all that stuff. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at um, the clothes and things I'm going to be wearing. Uh, I'm just um, looking at, I'm actually looking now at the moment at the shoes that I'm wearing as well. So I, I wear some basic running shoes, some trail running shoes normally. So I'm reviewing whether they're the best shoes and I'm going to be trying some new shoes out to make sure that I get the best Um, from my footwear as well when I'm doing that distance so um, it just goes to show that there are so many things on the outside of the obvious that sometimes we forget about or don't put the energy into as much as we ought to um, which really would take us to that next level so spend some time this weekend having a look at that and let's see if that'll get us even closer to that life we love if we're not already living it let's go